Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. The 21-day national lockdown continues and while we have been putting out daily updates about the economic impacts of the lockdown and the evolving situation with regard to the spread of cases, Today we are doing something that's very much at the heart of our in focus podcast which is a detailed interview with an expert. There are some crucial questions to consider starting of course with the lockdown itself and whether this 21 day period will be effective in breaking the cycle of infection. Whether we have community transmission of covid-19 now despite what the health ministry might be saying and what is the strategy for testing and social isolation even that we can adopt even after this lockdown period ends whenever that happens so we are very happy to welcome to the podcast today one of india's leading epidemiologists former principal of christian medical college vellore dr jayaprakash mulyal i won't say too much more and i'll cut straight to the interview save for a small disclaimer We caught up with Dr. Mulyal at a rather busy time at his home today. So there's a bit of background noise in parts. We apologize for that in advance, but the quality of the interview should more than make up for that. So without further ado, here is Dr. Jayaprakash Mulyal. So um I think the uh, obvious the first obvious place to start is that you know we're in 21 day lockdown announced by uh, the central government. Um and I just wanted to first get your reflections on that. this uh, this figure of 21 days um what what is the basis behind it and do you think it might be effective all right there are three questions hidden in your questions okay right the first question is what the second question you asked me was why 21 days yes okay that's a good question and you should know it and everybody should know it. so if there right. is that rising trend in the rate of infection this week's statistics will reflect that because this particular restriction that we brought in will have no bearing on this week's case load so i would like you to make sure that people understand it because when they see new cases and at an accelerated rate coming the general tendency on the part of the administration would be to tighten the whole system make it more severe for people for heaven's sake tell them not to do that it is expected in fact the first week cases will be our baseline during the second week the stowing process will start and by third week end i hope we can see a slight fluctuation not a huge fluctuation in the curve indicating yeah we have made an impact so the minimum 3 weeks is required to demonstrate that the other question you wanted to know what was my reaction to the first day yes, the promises made by the system by the government by the prime minister sounded very sensible 
they were trying to reduce all kinds of collateral damage. But as it turned out, things are becoming more and more a police raj. Please remember, the people of India are not dumb. If you tell them right, they will know what the message is and they will try and comply. Now, the important thing to remember is the whole exercise is for one particular purpose. The, we want to create a distance between two individuals. Any two right. individuals outside a household, they should keep a distance. Everybody says one meter. I would even go to say a little more than one meter. If each of you standing next to each other, reach out and try to touch each other, finger, you should not be able to. That's the distance we want. Safe distance. Because unless you plan for a reasonable distance, in effect, it'll get closer and closer. Three feet seems to be pretty too close. So that distance is what is safe distance, and we want to keep it. So the virus that exists in the community do not find new homes to live. And the person who has the virus will overcome it by and large and destroy the virus. And as long as you prevent new homes where the virus can multiply, we can arrest the progression of disease. It's a huge task. How can you make 130 crore people to behave in this manner? Not easy, but we should try for it. And don't look at today's results and then say what is, you know, and start tightening the process. The moment you bring in more and more force, there will be less acceptance to the whole problem. So, and I think people have to live. There are other priorities. Majority of Indians don't even understand what a virus is. Okay, right. it's an unseen ghost. And you have to, if you ask them, don't buy milk, don't go to shop, it's going to be tough. But the earlier uh, recommendations or promises were good, but actually on the road, things seem to go wrong. And I think that should not be allowed. It is a people's movement, not a police raj. People have to cooperate, then only it will work. And I think you should win them over, not alienate them. Right. Uh, so, no, you brought up a very interesting point because, you know, there are obviously some teething troubles, if you like, because it's the first uh, couple of days and we're already hearing stories about, um, you know, restrictions, more restrictions being imposed, uh, you know, breaks in supply lines, people being out of work, migrant labor, obviously struggling to find work. Um, I just want to get your idea of, because you brought up a very important point about, you know, communication around uh, this disease. And as you said, people have to be made aware that they have the power to kind of stop uh, further transmission. Um, based on what uh, the communication around it has been thus far, are you, are, you, are you satisfied? Is there something more that can be done in terms of telling people a story around this? That's right. See, that I think, I think what happens is when you 
sometimes when you have, uh, listen to a long lecture, at the end of it, you don't remember anything. You've got to right. focus on the most essential thing and repeat it and repeat it. And in a way that they, you want to make them do it. We have only two messages, hygiene is hand washing and separation from other people. Now, what happens now is, then when you go to the villages, it's holiday, no work, and people gather together. Who's going to monitor them? A flying squad? No. It should be, people should be doing it on their own. You understand? The local right. president of the panchayat, they should encourage people, please don't gather. We need to beat this virus. So if you don't take them as partners, we have lost the whole thing. The whole exercise will be waste. So the, the question that I wanted to ask you actually was about, uh, was about community transmission, which has been this long-running um, kind, of, kind of debate, I think, over the past couple of weeks. Um, so the, the Indian Council of Medical Research actually has published a paper, the news broke on Monday, that uh, you know, they say that it could take anywhere from a minimum of 20 days to a few months to be visible. Um, what is your impression on this? Uh, are we already in some form or phase of community transmission? See, let me tell you something. All this drama is relevant only if there is community transmission. If this community transmission it does not happen and is not a problem, that means we have contained the disease. Then why the hell are we doing all this thing? Okay. We can't scare away a non-existent virus. So it's a genuine problem. And I think authorities, when they realize there is a transmission, they instituted this thing. What you have to remember is, there are a lot of hypotheses about India being safe, temperature being not suitable for, I love each one of them. And I pray sincerely, some of that kind of stuff will help us. So that means we don't do, have to do anything. We just have to wait and our environment, our latitude, our sun, our temperature, all this will protect us. But I am thinking of plan B, supposing that is not true. And from the data, it looks like we have had patients getting into hospital with no contact with any recognizable foreign contact. If that means there is some community transmission is going on. If that is true, we need a plan B, right? And we are talking about plan B. And the plan B we have come out with is a massive thing, almost unthinkable. And I am against a law, a stringent lockdown because then the collateral damages will be so much that there won't be any difference at all. People will suffer, children will suffer. In an earlier communication, I've spoken about 80,000 women delivering every day in India. And each day, if you have roadblocks and you don't allow transport to work, no taxi available, no auto rickshaw available, how is it going to happen? They are, they are helpless, isn't it? And most people have a day-to-day -day existence. There's no work available. I mean, you can say we will supply some rice. 
But life is not just about rice, it's more complex than that. So we need, I thought, when the Prime Minister announced the plan, it is a well thought out one, that people will be able to continue living to the best of the ability, with all resources being still available, access to hospital being available, livelihood being sort of ensured. But now, is it turning out a little differently? And I'm concerned about it. I hope, like you said, it's only teething problem. Okay? So now, let us come to this question of this new finding. Within three right. weeks, if you think we are going to eradicate this bug, that is wishful thinking. It is yeah. theoretically possible if every Indian behaves properly and the and deprive new homes for the virus and we keep it absolutely spick and span not a single new infection then it is possible that we are overcome but i don't think that is theoretically practically possible this, this that's the way it is i mean you can't there's no method so if in a family it will travel Within the neighborhood, it will travel. But what you would have done is the intensity of transmission would have come down. And then means three weeks after, we continue to educate people of keeping the distance. Make sure there are restrictions of various kinds in terms of how many people can be together. And one possible solution is to ensure there is no crowding in the hospitals. Okay? Right. So now, yeah, again, fo focusing on the ICMR paper, I agree with one thing, that in three weeks you can't eradicate anything. I agree with them. That is all the information, but we knew it already. It's not possible. It is not a three-day, three-week war, and then you go back to business as usual. No way. What we have achieved is that inflationary right we would have given a pause to. Now we still have to deal with a slower spread and wait for at least 55% of the population to get infected. If most of them in that infected group are younger people, then what we would have achieved is a herd immunity that will even protect the older individual. Does it make sense to you? Except, except for the fact that how long must we wait for this 55% uh, of the population to be infected? Unfortunately, I only know epidemiology, no astrology. So I have to make a, again guess. Right. The ICMR paper said at least six months. I think maybe a little more. Okay? okay. But then that is a, on the premise that we now you have to remember this what i said it very clear you allow the younger people to move around restrict the movement okay. of the older people don't get him to the crowd make sure that they don't travel in crowded buses educate them that they are not safe till your community protection level comes to a certain number i keep using 55 it may be 60, 65, I don't know, but somewhere around that. The point is this, 
we have to allow that gradual spread among the younger people eventually we have for the for example this is my hope that this inflation rise we have inflationary rise we have let's say aborted number one number two a gradual release of restriction so younger people can move around go to market but still maintaining that the rate of infection is low reasonable older people are kept away to the extent possible so hospitals will get crowded only if elderly gets infected younger people can easily take care of them. and finally there is also one hope a new paper from oxford looks like it a large amount of community infection takes place without us knowing it and i think it is based on modeling what we have to do now is to measure the herd immunity using the newer tests that we are acquiring and that will tell us how safe we are if you increase the younger people's immunity because they don't get hurt and the hospitals and icus are not crowded and the gradual process will prevent the elderly from getting into trouble it depends on how people cooperate and how do you win people's cooperation not using lati never be make them participants in this battle against this virus so i just want to also ask you a little bit about aside from the community transmission i think i think the other major thing is also um and this is not of course a question limited to india of course but this uh, this question of testing and i think ever since ever since the south korean example where they i think managed to test you know as many people as they could and they had these innovative methods these drive through testing centers i think it's become a model that everybody holds up and wants other countries to follow how i mean how practical is this in india you know to test as many people as possible there's no need for it what we need is some carefully done sample testing because once the virus is in there remember by and large it's a mild virus most yeah. people get very mild infection a good proportion get subclinical a good proportion so you don't have to go around testing for this thing. you may have to test people who come to hospital with sickness they may be having h1n1 they may be having covid-19 or any other virus that is hospital's job to do it okay so the, what we need is i said we need to keep a watch on things with sample area one thing we need to do is the transmission dynamics in terms of families and communities number 1 number 2 is the most important thing the build up of herd immunity tests are different what i am talking about herd immunity is in terms of measuring igg which shows the immunoglobulin levels in the general population so these are very simple tasks we can do. nothing else. so remember it's sensible inputs that we need not a huge amount of money the studies that we are planning in terms of learning about community herd immunity is going to be on a sample basis not involving the whole population south korea taught us a lot through their extensive testing and we are grateful for that even the quest of case fatality 
number of cases who died with corona divided by divided by what it can't be number of cases admitted in the icu that will be high case fatality rate what we need to know is number infected and that information came not exactly but the best estimate came from korean study and sir perhaps just uh, one kind of overall question just to end you are one of india's best known expert on epidemics and you've seen many of them um how is this different from you know on a kind of overall picture how is this different from other epidemics that india has faced in the case of others for example i i'll tell you some the influence yeah. that is the biggest one we had we didn't do, have to do anything we are mm. rather we didn't do anything and we didn't have to do anything it came it got you know amalgamated into our viral pool we did a lot of first the newspapers that have published a lot of articles but truly it had a very low mortality the hospital i work in christian medical college there was no anxiety people got people live with it people kept on working but this one is making people nervous this is because the published mortality from china and subsequent mortality in italy and we think it's because a function of age and age alone i mean comorbidities are there but also the rush with which people became ill if the illness has progressed in terms of number falling ill had could somehow be slowed down your actual mortality would have been low so we'll we'll end the interview there uh, thank you so much for lending us your time i know you must be very busy and flooded with interview requests uh, during this period uh, but thank you for giving us your time today you are welcome sir